the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, radio host extraordinaire, and is in studio today, not in his secret underground bunker. It's great to see you, Greg. I do remember what you look like. I'm just wondering, do you remember what I look like? I do, and notwithstanding remembering what I look like, you're still you're in studio. Across the table from me. It is great to be with you. So much every day happens, and one of the things that is going to be a feature of our upcoming Unite IE Conservative Conference is a conversation about what is happening in our schools, both primary and secondary. They're one of the... There are three main avenues of attack by the Democrat Party and the left, but then I repeat myself, on the Republic, on our Constitution and freedom. Uh, Mass immigration and the induction of millions upon millions of new Democrat voters to swamp American voters. And mass indoctrination in the government-run schools, K-12, and in the universities. Again, producing millions of indoctrinated pro-socialist pro-Democrat party, but then I repeat myself again, <coughs> voters. And all three of these things will cause the demise of the republic. Well, wait a minute. You said three things. So you mass immigration oh, I mean, I, and mass indoctrination. In the schools and mass indoctrination in the culture and the pop culture and the, and the entertainment. Got it. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. In fact, it's gotten so bad that it even became a topic at the CPAC conference where President Trump spoke and brought up a student from Berkeley. Actually, no, it wasn't a student. Uh, it was somebody that was on campus uh, handing out information for Turning Point USA. And someone who also wasn't a student uh, literally assaulted him. It was caught on video, a vicious assault. And what's fascinating about what we see unfolding in campuses over the past, I don't know, five years. I, You know, it's been longer than this, but my memory uh, is is completely jammed with events where the left has been the violent ones we you know the the images of antifa literally setting uh buildings and equipment on fire up at berkeley uh protesting i think it was either mayo yiannopoulos or ben shapiro i can't remember who now um but they literally burned the campus because of a speaker and the police were instructed to stand down. They stood back and watched as, yep. the, as they not only d- destroyed university property, set fires, destroyed windows, but beat up people yep. who wanted to come hear Milo Yiannopoulos talk. Harmeet Dillon, who is very involved with the Republican Party, uh, both in the state and nationally, was involved in a lawsuit uh, against uh, the city of San Jose, uh, the city of Berkeley, and on behalf of the the president of one of the uh, UC of the of the 
Right. Republican and, chapter. And what you there. saw there, what you saw there, what you're suing for is the way the police there were st- ordered to stand down. And in the San Jose case, not only stand down, but they guided, they herded people coming out of a Donald Trump rally into the Antifa Democrat leftist brown shirts to assault, attack and harass them. Thursday, there were headlines breaking all over the media. One on Fox. If we lose free speech on college and university campuses, we lose America. ABC 7, President Trump to issue a college campus free speech order. And on Yahoo News, Trump to order colleges to back free speech or lose funding. And the question, I guess the First Amendment isn't good enough. It's it, it, Apparently not. And all over the country this is happening, and it's even happening right here in the Inland Empire. We have had members of an organization on the University of Redlands campus, uh, YAF, Young Americans for Freedom, on what? this radio show before. Right, and does that name, Young Americans for Freedom, that, that just reeks of right, I'm white sure, supremacy. I'm triggered already, quite yes, frankly. Absolutely. I'm a little nervous. We've got a uh, the president of the University of Redlands chapter of Young Americans for Freedom with us as a guest in studio. And I'm a little nervous, Greg. I'm a little nervous because I don't know what could happen any minute now. A riot could break out. Uh, we could have mass, uh, I don't know, white supremacy uh, or something. Is he going to pull out his KKK hood? I don't know. Absolutely. It could, all of these could happen, and that's what the kids on these campuses literally believe. We're real privileged to have this individual who is fighting the good fight on the University of Redlands campus. There's an event coming up uh, with a speaker who is with the Daily Wire. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that event that's going to happen on Tuesday. And, uh, Greg, you uh, give, give us an introduction here. This is someone you've been chatting with and brought into the studio for us to share with our listeners. We in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots have we recognize that most of the people that are at our meetings are you know, on the north side of forty, maybe fifty, or even sixty, and if if we don't replace them, if we don't have people who equally believe in the country, in the Constitution, and in freedom, following us, those things will be lost. Ronald Reagan said that freedom is always one generation away from extinction. And I think we're halfway through that generation right now, given what's going on, we talked about, in the indoctrination in the government-run schools, culture, and universities. So it's great to see that there are still some students who have somehow escaped or they have thought independently and still believe in the country and in freedom. So we're, just so, we're so pleased to have, uh, have Kyle here, who is the current president of the Young Americans for Freedom chapter at uh, University of Redlands. How's life, Kyle? Uh, great. I wanted to thank you guys for having me on, first of all. Um, life on campus is interesting. Uh, we have a great left political mob on campus that loves to try to shut us down. And Not the mob. But, but, but enough about oh, the faculty. Sorry, yeah. my, my, <laughs> right, mob exactly. and the faculty, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The leaders of the mob, absolutely. Uh, appreciate you uh, being with us also and uh, taking a very public and strong position on a campus that is definitely indoctrinated with leftist ideologies, uh, both in terms of the pe- the professors, uh, the students coming in. Spend a little bit. We've got just a couple minutes left in this segment. Learning a little bit more about you. Where are you from? Uh, how how did you come to your conservative? We'll call it that right now. I'm I, I'm totally thinking we need another word for conservative, but it'll American. Do, yep, your your pro American uh, worldviews, and how does that mix on campus? Where, where are you from? 
Uh, I'm originally from Yukaipa. Uh, I was born and raised in Yukaipa. Went to Yukaipa High School. Graduated as ASB president from there. Um, I then went to University of Redlands. Um, I'm a major in computer science uh, with a minor in political science. Um, you know, conservative views have always been really important to me and my family, and we, I was raised that way to value all of the conservative ideals. And I wanted to share that because on college campuses we don't we're not exposed to that, right? So I. I was lucky enough to work on the Sean Flynn campaign to try to get Sean Flynn elected, and I met uh, nice. I met the previous president of YAF, and she gave it to me as she graduated. She gave me the the chapter, and I grew it from I believe eight to nine members up to thirty three. Um, this just, year, just this year, yeah. So starting in uh, school year two thousand eighteen in the yep. fall to now. A way of comparison, if are, is there a Democrat Socialist for America or a Democrat Club or or left wing? Um, organization uh, on on campus and how big are they? Uh, I'm not sure how big their chapter uh, like their chapter is, but uh, we definitely have mostly left leaning uh, clubs on campus. I think it's called the student body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by and large, the Democrat faculty, the, the Democrat club is called the student body and the administration. Yeah, yeah. If they're not in our club, they're probably left leaning. How about the computer science? I mean, is is the are the computer science professors? left-wingers, or are they just, okay, I'm, I'm going to disregard all that stuff, and I'm, I'm here to teach computer science? Uh, I haven't had any issue with it, but I, again, I'm a political science minor, so I've had to deal with all the professors that I've had. Um, definitely, I, one of my experiences in my political science classes, when the Democrats took the House, um, our teacher brought in a boombox, played Rocky, and started dancing in front of the class and screaming, Oh, yeah. Let's hold that thought right there because we want to learn more about what you as a conservative <laughs> student have to deal with with professors and how much are you paying like to that. How much are you paying to watch that dance performance? <laughs> exactly. Uh, next year, it goes up to 56000 a year. Is that amazing? We are speaking with the in, uh, young uh, freshman at University of Redlands who has taken over the chapter of Young Americans for Freedom. We're going to learn more about the, the organization. We're going to talk about an event coming up Tuesday. Tuesday night, March 26, that you're going to want to know about, and if you can, if you can attend this, uh, because you're going to, it's, you're in for a real treat. We'll be back after a break for uh, to hear from our sponsor for this half hour, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. We'll be back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. 
This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Program, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. Our annual event is coming up on April the 28th. We've updated the AM 590.info website for additional speakers that have been added. We're going to talk about who some of those additional speakers are. We're very excited about the way that this event is developing but we're talking right now to the new president is that what you're referred to as the president of the young americans for freedom or yaf chapter at the university of redlands they have an event coming up on tuesday march 26th but we left off uh with you describing to us who uh a little bit about your uh professor who took the occasion of the democrats taking the the house of representatives to bring in a boombox and share his exuberance. What was that like? Did the rest of the class join in? Did they look at him like he was a knucklehead? Did they share his his uh, sentiments? Were there students there like you that were looking at him like this is a clown show? Tell me about the environment. Uh, there was a student. Uh, the class size, I think, was like 35, and it was me and one other conservative in that room, and every other kid in that room was dancing along with her and uh, just enjoying and celebrating the event of the Democrats taking the House. So, um, I mean, that's just a small example of what happens on are there at, any, uh, University of Redlands. Are there any conservative or Republican uh, poli-sci professors at University of Redlands? I believe there's one, but he tries not to uh, push his his views. So for 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 a a an ideology, people that hold a certain ideology that believes in diversity, they're very non-diverse when it comes to other political uh, frameworks. Yeah, um, and a great example of that is they try to get the administration to shut down um, our events on campus. We had a. One of the big things we do is uh, Stephen Crowder's changed my mind on campus. We've done so far uh, socialism is evil, um, build the wall. So, so for those that don't know, um, change my mind is something that Stephen Crowder, who is a uh, YouTuber originally, but also is now associated with uh, CRTV, which has become Blaze TV. Um, Stephen Crowder goes on to college campuses and sets up a table, and that's called tabling. Yep. And it's a very common practice on college campuses for student groups, whether it's a science group or a political group or, you know, let's uh, go save the world group. And they set up tables to, you know, uh, share their message. Stephen Crowder has found a way to create a little... Uh, Activity, let's just call it that, conversation. And he has what are called change my mind tables where he'll take take a theme, uh, one that's uh, in, in sort of in the popular uh, discussion, change my mind. Uh, a wall is a good idea at the border. Uh, change my mind. Uh, abortion is evil. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you guys did the same thing on campus. Yeah. So we sit out in front of the commons with uh, a table and a sign that basically says that and anybody who wants to can come and challenge those ideas and come have a discussion about them. Um, the goal is to basically, I mean, change their mind at the end of the day. But sure. um, I realistically, that doesn't happen most of the time. It's more about exposing other students to conservative ideas that haven't made up their mind yet. So we can try to distort the population that comes out as left leaning. Good. And what has been the what, what's what's been the conversation? What's been the reaction to the students there? Did you get people to come up and 
or I mean, did you video for, did you videotape this? I have a small segment of a video that we just chose not to post because it doesn't show in, in anything. Campus. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't show a lot. Um, did you get we, a lot of we, traffic? Uh, yeah, with the build the wall one mostly. Um, we had probably I sat out there for sixteen hours total, just between two days. Um, and I had conversations with kid. I probably had about 16 good conversations. And then towards the end of both of the days, they came out um, with signs and started protesting. They, they students. Uh, yeah, yeah. Students came out uh, and started protesting our events and built a wall of people around us to try to distort the event. Thought walls didn't work. Yeah, I know. Now, they also tried to, aside from debating you and protesting you, they tried to get the administration to shut down these events. Yeah, so they organized a an event with administration that I happened to hear of and pick up on to show up at. They tried to get a like a the stern, student diversity coordinator to basically uh, establish policies in which we cannot do these change my minds and other events like that. So I basically told them, if you do that, we're getting you on national news and putting a lawsuit on your desk. And they backed off. Yeah, they backed off as of now. Um, and we sent that same guy an email when we were advertising our events, uh, when they when students started uh, to vandalize our advertisements, and he said, "Sorry, that happened to you." So, but see, but it wasn't. It was. It was. This was a two-hour serious debate about whether they should shut down your discussion yep. of these various issues. It wasn't a telling the telling the left of students. This this university is open to free discussion of political issues and other issues. So get the heck out of here. Pretty much. Go out, go out there and do the same thing. So there was a two-hour conversation where students from the campus that are your fellow students, but on the other side of the political aisle, tried to shut down the event that you're holding next Tuesday night, March 26th at 7 p.m. at Orton Center. You guys have Michael Knowles. He's a conservative political commentator, columnist, host of the Michael Knowles Show, best-selling author of a book, Reasons to Vote for Democrats. Uh, that must be a very empty book. Is it completely it blank? It is a 300-page blank book that he wrote and got to New York Times bestseller. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But he's going to be the speaker. Michael Knowles, if uh, that name isn't familiar, is also a uh, involved with the Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro's organization does a podcast under the umbrella of... The Daily Wire. He's going to be on campus to speak. This is the person that they were trying to shut down this week in this meeting, this two-hour meeting. Yeah, um, that and they, we also put up advertisements all around campus, which were vandalized and the administration did nothing about. And you showed us pictures of that where they literally took uh, po large size, not just you know your normal small post-its. These are the, the large 3M post-its. And plastered those all over your advertisements. Yeah. And you know if, if it had been the reverse, this would have been an all-out call out the police, call out the Redlands police, call out the FBI, hold group therapy sessions to deal, to deal with the emotional distraught caused by somebody defacing the uh, event poster if it had been on the other side. Yeah, which is hilarious that you bring that up. So Ben Shapiro came to campus two years ago, and um, they held a I was there. protesting dance party. Yep. Um, to same try to <laughs> was the same professor performing there? Or what? I, I, I wasn't there at that point, so I don't know, but I wouldn't doubt it. I was, I was at that event, and I sat right behind a row of professors apparently that were forced to attend this event and they had the most sour dour uh, looks on their faces the entire time they couldn't wait to get out it was they were forced to be there and I actually made a few uh, 
um, loud comments. Uh, we need to take a real quick break. We're going to come back with our guest, Kyle, who's the president of the Young Americans for Freedom on the University of Redlands campus. They have an event coming up. It's free. It's Tuesday. It's March 26th at 7 p.m. at the Orton Center. Michael Knowles is the speaker. Come on out. Support this group. We'll be back with more with uh, this very courageous young student. Yeah, it was designed to attract leftist students by being free. Yes, because they, you know, $56,000 a year. What do they have left over for attending events? Right, absolutely. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Benjamin Franklin said that he who would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And we see that happening everywhere. And telling us what's happening in that regard on the University of Redlands campus, we have the president of the Young Americans for Freedom chapter, and if there's ever a name that speaks white supremacy, it's Young Americans for Freedom. Oh, bigotry, misogyny. Oh, absolutely. I mean, free anything to do to support the Bill of Rights is in it has a, about forty isms attached to it. Right, and they have a great event coming up with uh, Michael Knowles from the Daily Wire on Tuesday, March twenty sixth, at starting at seven p.m. at the Orton Center on the University of Redlands campus. The event is free and open to the public, and uh, this should be a good event. And he challenges, you know, he, Knowles says when he does these campus events. If you disagree with me, you come to the head of the line to ask a question. Right. So he's Absolutely. perfectly willing to engage in debate, unlike the left. I want to ask uh, our, our guest, Kyle, about this, something. Bill Will came out and talked to our group back in February, and he says, yeah, the, the ocean of millennial blue is very wide, but it's shallow. Yeah. And I want to, you know, we talked about your interactions with the leftists and, and liberal professors. How about with the students? How deep is their understanding and commitment to leftism, to socialism? Uh, it depends on the student. It depends on the group they're in. Um, some don't want their mind changed at all. Um, some don't even want to listen to the ideas to the point where I'm protested for trying to have a discussion. Um, but others, I've, which is the ones I'm trying to target by uh, having the discussion with those who completely disagree with me um you find that a lot of kids don't have uh, their ideas set in stone as of yet so i want to expose them to the ideas that they're not exposed to on college campuses and i want them to see the conservative perspective and to see that we're not racist bigot homophobe whatever ism you want to call it right 
Willow talks about a, a time he, he was at a particular campus and he was t- you know, they're, they're all for equity, they're all for e- equality and so on. And he says, oh, how many people have a cell phone? And they all raise their hand. Okay, I want you to bring them down here, turn them in, we'll go sell them, and we'll distribute the money to the homeless on the streets. And as you might imagine, none of them turned in their cell phones. Yep. So how many of these kind of want to be, yeah, uh, socialism, yeah, 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 or want to be socialists when it comes to their own money and property? Absolutely none of them. It is it is stunning uh, how you know you make a very good point, Greg. About it, uh, it's wide but very shallow. Um, but unfortunately, you have campuses like yours where what percentage of the uh, liberal arts, poli sci, uh, native uh, native African gender studies professors underwater basket weaving yes are are liberal i mean are, are you, how- so yeah there was a poll taken across the nation and on college on college campuses in general 98% of them vote uh, democrat all the all, of all professors um so the other 2% just- vote communist yeah <laughs> And what about you're you're in a uh, a technical? I would think many of the uh, instructors, professors that are in engineering, math, hard sciences are would would be would lean on the left uh, on the right. Is that is is that the case or no? Um, from what I've seen, no. Um, it it really does depend. Um, but we're we're not finding ourselves in. an uh, I haven't met a conservative professor yet. I've wow. heard of one, but that's it. That's stunning to me. I, I heard of unicorns too. Yeah, that'll be one of my questions uh, Tuesday night. I'm going to ask how many professors. How, what about diversity of political ideology? You're all about diversity. We're speaking to Kyle. He's the president of the Young Americans for Freedom chapter that's on the University of Redlands campus. They've got an event. Michael Knowles speaking Tuesday night. We'll be back with him and more conversation about this very important topic after the break. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, private citizen. You guys out there listening to us within the sound of our voice. Um, we've got a most important event coming up on the 28th of April. It's the sixth annual Unite IE Conservative Conference. We've added some speakers. We have a great lineup, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about that in the latter part of this half hour. Right now, we are really honored to have a young, courageous warrior for conservative principles who has uh, gone on to the deep into enemy territory at the University of Redlands. He's a student there. He's a local guy from Ukaipa who decided to go stay local in his education. And he has is in his first year freshman. Uh, you're taking political. You're minoring in political science and yeah, majoring in computer science. Computer science. Yeah. So you're uh, you're you're figuring out how these little boxes that we carry around work. Uh, we we do software development, so all everything you see online, video games, that kind of a thing, we make. What about apps? Apps. Yep. You know how to de- design apps? Uh, working on it, but I I can do small ones. Yeah. So you know, uh, well, we we got to talk because we have a couple of apps we wanna we wanna build for our event coming up. Um, Michael Knowles, who is a uh, commentator, blogger, uh, talk show host, also fellow talker, is going to be on your campus. He is associated with Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire. He's going to be out there on Tuesday, March twenty sixth at seven p.m. at Orton Center. Where can folks uh, find more information about this? 
Do you have a Facebook page for the chapter? Uh, as far as I know, we have a Facebook page, a Twitter, and an Instagram. Um, you're just going to find a flyer of the event. Um, Orton Center is pretty easily to find. Um, we have a Facebook event, I think, is that page? the best. Facebook yeah. event page? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that's probably the best way to read all the information. Um, it's just young uh, University of Redlands Young Americans for Freedom, and you'll see it on there. And best of all, it's free. For people to attend, wasn't free for you to bring him in. I'm sure that there was an expense to this. Yeah, uh, it was uh, five grand to bring uh, Michael Knowles. Well, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> what I'm, my point is, who's paying for that? Um, the university, after a very, very long um, harassment by us to try to get him to uh, come, because originally we were going to bring Stephen Crowder, and they were going to dish out twenty grand for him. And they told us no, we can't. We they scheduled days so he couldn't have a spot in the in the chapel. Interesting. Yeah. So they worked it so that he couldn't attend. But they were, but in theory, they were willing to pay twenty grand. But they fought it and conspired yeah. to cancel it. I was at UC Berkeley from seventy eight, and then I under, finished up my undergrad there, and then I did law school there. So I graduated in eighty four, and yeah, most of the professors were um, liberal. Uh, you had the commies running around Sprawl Plaza. You had the, uh, you know, sometimes the Revolutionary Communist Youth Brigade would march by or the, or the Spartacus Youth League would, 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 would do something. But I never felt that I couldn't say whatever I wanted to say. What do you think are your limits at the University of Redlands? So, so, let's, so let's say you wanted to say Islam is an evil totalitarian ideology. If you, if you were to say that on the University of Redlands campus, regardless of whether that's true or not, whether you agree with that or d- disagree with that opinion, is not the issue. If you were to express that opinion, absolutely, which is absolutely protected by the First Amendment, yeah, what would happen to you? Um, it, it depends on how far the administration is willing to go. They could consider that harassment, and then you could be suspended from campus. Um, most likely, your peers or will uh, outcast you. Um, a, a big story I've been hearing from one of my members. Um, she was she recently joined the, our group, but she had a communist roommate, um, and she felt so scared to voice her opinion because that's how vile these people get. Um, one, we have a Johnston Center on uh, on our campus where people get to make their own majors. Believe it or not, um, basket weaving, yeah, all, all of feminist the above. dance therapy. Yeah, I, I heard one of one girl's majors was uh, the oboe and the theory applied to politics or something like that is crazy crazy majors that you're not going to end up with a job with and then they vote for bernie and try to get free college um two hundred thousand dollars for that yeah. that's pretty incredible and i you know hey if i was the university of redlands i'd be like come on come all you know we'll take your money mm-hmm. uh at some point in time i gotta believe that the something's gonna happen I don't know what the oh, tipping the, point is. This, the, the college business is ripe yep. for competition. It's a bubble that is it, ready to burst. At least on the social science side, maybe not so much on the on the hard science, computer science, physical sciences side. It's dumbed down education now. I mean, it's it's nowhere it really near. Is. You know, you're not learning the classical works of literature. You're not learning history. You don't you don't come out of understanding you know, from ancient history up to modern what actually happened. You, you you come out with understanding you know intersectionality um, and the, and democrat identity politics. I thought maybe this uh, this this 
scam that just was recently exposed where these parents were going in the side door. We know we've known for a long time there's a back door. You contribute ten million bucks to a university, yeah. you probably get your kid in. Uh, that's you know that's the way it kind of works. It's sad, but that's the way it works. The front end, how you got in, Kyle. Uh, you know, having to apply, finding uh, schol- either scholarship or money, or mom and dad have the money. Um, did you? Uh, what was the what was the fallout? Was there any fallout? Any conversation about this uh, an entrance uh, scam that was recently perpetrated on some major universities across the, the country on campus? No, no. I. Nothing was said. N- interesting. Nothing. Okay. I was just curious if that... Have you or any of your members feel they've been graded down because of their political opinions? Oh, absolutely. I, I was telling you guys about that. Uh, one, one of the girls that just recently joined, she she came out as conservative and uh, probably half of her friend group just left her. We're not friends with you anymore because you have certain IDs. Okay. Ideas. I, was, I was asking about in terms of the grades. And what and they get in their class and the professor. Do you Have you or any of your members feel they've been have a lower grade because of your politics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, They'll never really say that, right? But of course. Um, you, you find yourself in, in classrooms and stuff like that where the professor is very left-leaning, and if you write in a conservative perspective, you find yourself with lower grades than others. It doesn't happen in all classrooms, but in, a, I would say, a good a good amount. Are your, In law school, are exams were anonymous so you just put your number on it and then you turn in your blue book with the exams they wouldn't necessarily know who was writing it are is that how it is at your school or no is it, you, you put you your know. name on it okay is how so, so it takes some courage so it takes i mean the easy yep. the easy thing to do is when what the left wants you to do is just to shut I'm, I'm here to get a degree and go on and get a job i'm just going to shut up and you get out in the real world uh, i want to keep my job i want to advance i want to advance my business so the safest thing for me to do is shut up. And that's what they want. That's what they want. But you, but you and your thirty-three other, thirty-four other members of your group are saying, "Screw that. We're Americans. We're going to stand up for freedom for the country. And if we suffer consequences because of that, like the founders suffered consequences for that, the people that fought in the Civil War suffered consequences for standing up for freedom. And you're, and just getting a bad grade is far le- as far as not nearly as bad as getting hung or shot. Yeah, absolutely. It's nothing compared to that, but it's still it's bullying tactics in which your ideas cannot be shown. It, it happens all over the all over the country in college campuses. You guys feel uh, like you are in a safe place to be able to wear your "Make America Great" baseball caps. Oh, no. It's not Absolutely a safe not. space. Absolutely not. Well, it's happen? a safe space for non-conservative ideas. What What would happen, literally, if you decided that you were just that was going to be part of your apparel? Um, it's interesting. What, what because, would you experience? Uh, well, harassment. First of all, um, I don't know about violence. It depends. They're not very courageous people, so we'll see. Um, the The guy at Berkeley was, but uh, when I was out there with my build the wall, changed my mind. Um, one of the kids walked by and he said, oh, this kid needs a swift kick in the head. Like yeah. the, the, Those are the type of comments you hear. Um, and then comments like that turn into actual violence. Any, yeah. any, any of your members have gotten any social media uh, death threats or threats of violence or bodily harm? Uh, not as of now, but um, okay. they, would, they would certainly bring that up. How can we as a community uh, support uh, conservative students and clubs like yours on the University of Redlands campus? What can we do? What would you like to see the community do? Uh, 
people that are out there that, uh, you know, we, we hear about all the things we've been talking about. We read them in the newspaper. What can we as a, as a community do to, to uh, push back on this? Um, mainly, you come to events like Michael Knowles, uh, Tuesday, March 26th at 7 p.m. at uh, the Orton Center. Um, that's that's the big one. We want to sh- show that the community has great support for these events. Um, and then it, join clubs like the Redlands Tea Party. Um, they help us financially and stuff like that. So I, I can't take, like, blank checks from individuals, but I, I do appreciate that. I can. The- I can. <laughs> and then we yeah, can- donate to him. <laughs> then we can find a way to... Uh- Anyways, um, yeah, attending your events. Now, Are your, do you have monthly meetings for YAF? Is that a monthly? Uh, we have weekly meetings. Um, I'm not sure if the campus allows off, off uh, if people from off the campus coming in, but uh, right. I, I, I'm sure we're going to be attending like Redlands Tea Party meetings, and we're going to be talking to anybody that goes through there. So, are you, Do you have to hold your meetings on campus? Your weekly meetings? Uh, no, but it, again, a lot of these kids are—they don't commute, they don't have cars, yeah. so it's they're, they're ideal. on dorms. Yeah, they're there on dorms, so it's ideal to hold it on campus. Gotcha. All right. Well, I, you know, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you spending, uh, you know, you part of your part of your day with us and uh, having this event Tuesday, March twenty-six, seven p.m. Orton Center on the campus of University of Redlands, Michael Knowles. I will for sure be there. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. I don't know if I'm going to stand up and ask a question. I might be triggered to stand up and uh, mention the lack of diversity at the University of Redlands and for uh, political ideologies that are that, that, that scream how important diversity is. I might just want to challenge that. Yeah. Will you wear your MAGA hat? I will. Yeah, I will wear my President Trump uh, MAGA hat. I don't have a MAGA hat. I have a uh, 45 hat. It's uh, embroidered rather nicely. I will wear that. Yep. All right. Thank you very much for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Well, you thank, bet. You for, thank you for what you're doing. Appreciate that. We'll be back after a message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. When you see young people like Kyle Bott that we just were interviewing, uh, chairman or president of the YAF chapter, Young Americans for Freedom at University of Redlands, it's almost enough to give you hope for the future of the country. Well, yes, it does give you hope that there are people out there that do still understand the principles of limited government, uh, free speech, uh, what how, you know, protecting not only your property through the Second Amendment, but what the Second Amendment is really intended to do, which is to keep tyrannical governments at bay. Right. Look at what happened in, in uh, Venezuela. Yeah. We were talking about universities. Before we move on, I just wanted to mention – Cambridge University, which had offered Jordan Peterson 
a position and it was a fellowship, a visiting fellowship offer has rescinded that offer because of just who Jordan Peterson is. Apparently, there's a new definition of inclusive, which is basically the topic we were talking about with Kyle. Inclusivity, the left is not. Cambridge's apparently new definition is Cambridge is an inclusive environment and we expect all our staff and visitors to uphold our principles. There is no place here for anyone who cannot. You know, that's the, in jest, of course, okay, but okay, you know, the, <clears throat> the lack of self-conscious and self-awareness of people on the left who say we are we are going to exclude Professor Jordan Peterson has a very wide following on YouTube in his books. Uh, he's a very well respected uh, psychologist, where he, which is where he started. That we're, we are so inclusive, we're going to exclude him because we don't like his ideas. And the lack of self awareness, you see this repeatedly on the left, is amazing and often humorous to see. Uh, it's it's not just humorous; it's downright scary because it starts with this. But as we know, every single thing that the political left does is a slippery slope and the next step and the next step and the next step until finally you do end up with tyranny. You end up with totalitarianism. And that's where, and that's where I was going to go with this. We talked about what was happening on the colleges and the universities and specifically the University of Redlands. And it's part of a larger pattern. And Dennis Prager says that uh, liberty is not a value of the left. And our friend and um, sometimes guest here, Katie Hopkins, says that all through the West, your Western countries, the elites are calling back freedom. And there's many ways in which they're doing. Just we saw with Jordan Peterson, with restrictions on what you can say at the, at the universities. But in another sense, we also see this in what's happening on big damn tech as the rampant censorship of conservative ideas across those platforms, which have become the new public forum. These are, these are these evolve between just having a website and a comment section. These are communication services. And also it's happening with big dem banks. And we see these big banks that are applying, their, they're applying politics. For example, Bank of America and Citibank have refu- are trying to implement gun control. And who, who elected these guys to anything to input, to decide public policy? No right. one. But they're going to use their power of, of providing payment services and banking services to um, companies that would comply with their, the leftist version of what guns should be available and what guns shouldn't. And just this, just this week, uh, J.P. Morgan came out and said they're not going to provide financing for private prisons that provide space for detention for Im- the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Service. Again, who, who elected these people? And to their credit, one holdout thus far has been Wells Fargo Bank, which has said, you know, as to these banking um, gun control measures, nobody elected us to, to make gun control policy and firearms policy in the United States of America. That's why we have an elected official. That's why we have a republic. We have, that's why we have elections to decide those things. We provide banking services. But we, we see the left will use every means and method at their disposal to implement their agenda and to restrict freedom. It's, it's utterly apparent they do not like freedom of speech and they do not like the Second Amendment. They do not want you law-abiding citizens to be able to own guns. 
And we saw this in New Zealand. They had a one-off event, never happened before. Uh, it was a tragic event. 51 people now have died as a result of this mass shooting event from someone who was characterized by the American media as a white supremacist and Trump aligned individual come to find out he's an eco-fascist that who likes cares communist china who likes communist china cares nothing about donald trump except for i think one very small sliver of something that he agrees with him on but says uh lord no they the the media was quoting a sentence from his manifesto and didn't go any further the very next sentence is, is but do i agree with his political and world views lord no and so our media is culpable in all of this. And it's tough. You're mentioning banks and each bit a business does have the right to decide who they're going to do business with. Well, well wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish, let me finish okay. my point. A business does have the right to decide who they're going to do business with. The florist that is sued by someone who comes in and says, I want you to bake me a cake and it's for uh, me, you know, me and my gay uh, partner who are getting married. And the, fl- the, the, the florist and the baker says, nope, can't do it, violates my uh, principles, I'm happy to do whatever else you need, but I can't participate in that. That is their right. Ha- they have the right to exercise their uh, as a business owner to exclude that business. You want to go into a restaurant without a shirt and shoes? They can tell you no shirt, no shoes, no service. You want to go in with a mega hat? I believe they have the right to say, um, you know, that kind of apparel is not welcome here. We have the right to go somewhere where it is welcome. Um, and I believe that businesses to, to have the have the right to pick and choose who they're going to do business with. That's just that's what I believe. Now, you have a big well, no. Well, no. And it depends on the nature of the business. Uh, for example, would you say that a, um, airlines, the airlines can say, if, if you're a Republican, you can't fly on our airline or, the, or these large banks or the telephone company. We're going to say, if you, we don't like the, your politics, we're not going to provide you with phone service or the, or the electric company. Another, right. another, if, you, if we don't like your politics, we're, going, we're not going to provide you a service. And the law has long recognized for, for hundreds of years that when you have what we can, they call common carriers that are providing this universal service, then there are, the law has imposed greater restraints and restrictions on what those type of companies can do compared to your local baker, your local forest, your local restaurant. Okay, if the, if the restaurant won't serve, this one restaurant won't serve you, go to one across the street or down right. the block. It's the okay. same thing I would say but, to the gay couple that is harassing a okay. baker or a florist but or when an you're artist. Running, but when you're running, if you're running the airlines, you're running the utility company, the law has long recognized that that is a different class of business than these others and has imposed greater restraint. And uh, we're going to... I'm reluctant to dive into it further because it's too far into the weeds. But the point I wanted to get to when I started this discussion is this, is that... Professor Epstein, Robert Epstein, who has studied with the effect of big dem tech, he concluded that in the 2018 election, just Google shifted between 800,000 and 4.4 million votes to the Democrats. And if the Republicans don't recognize this and do something, they're going to lose in 2020. 
And finally, belatedly, you know, I'm seeing signs that some of the Republicans are getting this. Don, Don Trump Jr. has been commenting and, and writing about this recently. Uh, Donald Trump Sr. has been starting to talk about this. And it was just this past week on Tucker Carlson, he was interviewing Harmeet Dillon. And they both were saying and, and agreeing that Donald Trump will lose in 2020 unless something is done to rein in the censorship and political bias by these companies that are co- the common carriers of information. Google, Facebook, Twitter. These are where people are getting their news. And if these, if these and where people are able to express themselves, if these companies are biased in that regard. It's not like a biased New York Times or a biased Washington Post or CNN. These, this is like the phone company cutting off service to Republicans. And you can't have that. And you can't, you can't have a free country and a democratic republic if, if you, the means of controlling information, not just the information themselves, media has always been biased. But if the means of, of communicating information is controlled and biased by one side, you can't have a free country. I completely agree with you. And, and, and your, your common carriers, which Google, Facebook, Twitter, are they common carriers of information? Absolutely. Not just carriers of information, but they are the means by which information is carried. And there's an important distinction. If they were merely publishers, if, if Facebook wanted to publish Facebook news, they can be as biased in their news as CNN and the New York Times. That's right. fine. That's their right. But when they are the means of carrying information, like the phone company, that's different, and that needs to be regulated if we're going to have a free country. We have an event coming up on April the 28th, and we've got some brand new additions to this event. Charlie Kirk. Well, we should say we have had to uh, remove someone from our speakers list, not our doing, but uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka had a scheduling conflict that weekend. And in his place, we have Charlie Kirk, which means we have Tommy Lahren. Turning Point USA. Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA, uh, Tommy Lahren, and Brandon Strzok, a decidedly younger a group of individuals, the reaction that I'm getting from folks is extremely positive. They know who Charlie Kirk is. And the one complaint we've always had, where are the young people? This event is going to draw the young people in. You can take this to your younger, uh, to your kids, to your grandkids. They will know who Charlie Kirk is if this they're conservative. going to sell out. Go to am590theanswer.com. Click on the rotating banner to get your tickets. It's, this is an event worth every penny and every second of your time. Get your friends and neighbors there who need to be involved in reclaiming California. United I Radio Show every Saturday at 4 p.m. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.